Hey you, welcome to or welcome back to Keisha's house. I'm Keisha and as always, I'm so glad you stopped by. Now if you're new here, I'd like to take a moment to share what we do. Every week we reflect on the past week's quote and we grade the week. Then we focus on this week's quote and we use it for motivation and inspiration to set a plan for the week ahead. In the end, we discuss a few highlights from the book of the month. So let's jump right in. Last week's quote came from last month's book of the month little bit of a tongue twister there. Glue. Glue is the name of last month's book by Anne DeFalm. And the quote goes as follows. We don't describe the world we see. We see the world we describe. We don't describe the world we see. We see the world we describe. What I really love about this quote this week is that it makes you have to slow down a little bit. You really got to think through it. And I believe this quote is asking us to put a new lens on everything that we see. Put a new lens not to get bogged down with the negativity and the heaviness of the world around us, to put a new lens. Let me explain a little further. As much as I loved this quote this past week, I had to work at this. I really had to slow myself down. And I, I think I mastered the intent of this quote this past weekend. So it took me almost the entire week. So what I try to do every weekend, I'm trying to be a little bit more of a baker. I'm trying to provide a little more treats for my family. And there's just something really fun about putting something in the oven and feeling the anticipation in the house as the house fills up with all of these wonderful smells. And I love to see my little ones stand by the oven and peer through the glass as they're watching the goodies boil and bake. It's so much fun. And this past weekend, we made mixed berry muffins been a while. They've been sitting in my pantry. I was like, this is the day. So I made the muffins. And of course, my little ones were peering through the glass, watching them bake. And they were a hit. And each and every time I would walk into the kitchen, the plate of muffins would slowly disappear. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm one of those individuals that when I go to bed each night, my mom taught me this, go to bed with your kitchen clean and there's nothing in my sink. My parents are 
avid dishwashers. There's never a dirty dish in the sink at night. And that's the, the way I try my best to run my home. Well, that didn't happen last night. Last night, I went to bed with not only a few dishes in the sink, but a muffin pan on my counter. So you may think, okay, Keisha, where are you going with this? What I love about last week's quote is that we can apply it to any area in our lives. It doesn't have to be some grand event that happens in our lives that we try to connect it to. It doesn't have to be in a professional setting that we're trying to connect it to. It could be any part of our lives. I could have seen my world as one that looked disorganized and a mess. But instead, I chose to see my world as a place of love, comfort, joy, excitement, curiosity, family time, memories, moments. I didn't see that pan on my counter as a hindrance or a frustration. I saw memories. You know, my boys are nine years apart. I have an 11-year-old and I have twin two-year-olds. I look at my 11-year-old who is now taller than me. And I just wonder, where did the time go? You know, it's funny, until you're a parent, everyone tells you that. And as a child, when you grow up, everyone looks at you and they say, wow, the time just flies. And you don't truly grasp it. You just smile and you nod and and you're polite, but you don't get it. You don't get it until you see the child that you were there in the moment when they were born and you see them walking and talking and taller than you and with philosophies and theories and and they're doing research and they're bringing arguments and it, it blows your mind so I can see my world as one as chaos and frustration and messiness and disorganization. But if I do, I'm missing out on the moments. As I said of love and joy and memories and laughter. I will remember as my boys would bite into their muffins, they would go, mmm. And that mmm isn't just a sound. As you can picture it, it's their cheeks rising and their eyes closing. And I can see them savoring every bite. That's joy. That's happiness. We don't describe the world we see We see the world we describe. Were you able this week to look at your world and put on that new lens 
Were you able to walk into the workplace and say, this isn't a job of frustration. This isn't a job of stress. This is a job of opportunity. I am flexing every day. I am learning. I am honing my skills. I'm becoming more and more of an expert every day. And even when it seems like, man, I feel a little defeated, that means, you know what? I've learned something. I learned that that method didn't work. I learned that, okay, maybe I didn't put enough preparation. So I've learned that I have to take a different strategy. Were you able to see the world that you wanted to describe? One that was going to be of positivity, of production, of growth, of development. That's powerful. When we can hone on to this skill, when we can constantly use it in every area of our lives, it brings about a shift, a shift. In how we see our world. That's exciting. That's exciting. So if you had a grade this past week, what grade would you give yourself? I'm going to be on a streak here. I'm going to give myself an A. Although I don't think I truly grasp this quote until the very end of the week, the reality is if I see the world that I want to describe, it's one of success. I could sit here and dwell on five days of shifting and maybe understanding, but I'm seeing the fact that I succeeded in this quote as success. That's the world that I am seeing. What grade would you give yourself? And remember, there's no failing here. There's never any failing at life. Life gets hard. Life gets heavy. Life gets a little confusing at times, but we don't fail at it. We just have to identify some areas that we might need to tweak. We have to identify some areas that we might just have to adjust a little bit. And that's okay because it means we're growing. It means we're developing. We identify those areas. We make that adjustment. We set that week aside and we put it behind us. It's over. We're in a new week now. So did you get your grade? Did you identify the areas that might need some adjustment? Good. Now let's let's set that aside. And let's step into this new week and this new month. So we're in the month of June. And before we dive into this quote, I need to make sure that I introduce the book that we're going to dive into this month. The new book of the month, it it genuinely needs no introduction. So what's interesting is that not only do I read books now, which I wasn't always a reader. I am now. I also listen to audiobooks thanks to my husband. Ah, it's hard when he's right. It's hard when he's right, but he gets the win here. I really enjoy listening to audible books especially when I'm on my 45-minute walk outside. It's a great way to learn 
while getting some great exercise. So the book of the month, again, needs no introduction. It's The Seven Habits of highly effective people. And the reason why I'm saying it needs no introduction, I have read about three or four books just this year. And um, I gotta say, this book is constantly quoted. Constantly quoted. And I'm not surprised. Because it's a number one national bestseller. It's sold over 10 million copies It's defined as a powerful lessons in personal change. Oh, I love that. It's a powerful lesson in personal change. We're not changing the people we work with. We're not changing our friends. We're not changing our communities. We're focusing on personal change. It's looking in the mirror. It's looking at us. We are seeing where we can improve and adjust and to tweak personal change gets me excited. And this book is written by Stephen Covey. He has multiple best-selling books out there. Again, he also needs no introduction. And right on the cover of my book, I love this. It says, destined to be the personal leadership handbook of the decade. Wow. Destined to be the personal leadership handbook of the decade. That's powerful. So when they say destined to be the, they actually underword, they underlined the, the personal leadership handbook. And I loved that they used the term handbook. So I did some digging. The definition of a handbook is a book giving info such as facts on a particular subject or instructions for operating a machine. So many, many moons ago in my life, I've worn many hats (laughs) and I've worked in many jobs in different arenas. One of my very first jobs, I packed parachutes for a living. And although not a machine, we had instructions, we had a handbook, and it told me exactly how to fold the parachute. And if I didn't follow the instructions to a T, that parachute could potentially not open. It could cause someone harm. It could break their back. If that individual wasn't able to land properly, they could not only have lost their life, but they could have broken their ankle or their leg or been serious, serious harm. What I loved about the term handbook is that it's about instructions. We don't always get instructions for life. Every one of us has a different path. So if there was a handbook on life, it wouldn't be one size fits all. But what I love about habits, because this book is called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, is that you can take that habit and you can mold it to your life. 
You can dissect how it actually can fit in your life. And that gets me excited. This book is made up of four parts. And in those four parts, there are seven habits. So part one is paradigms and principles. That's just the macro overview of what this is all about. Then it shifts into part two, which is private victory. And it has habit one, two, and three. Habit one is to be proactive. Habit two is begin with the end in mind. And habit three is put first things first. Then it transitions into part three, which is public victory. Habit four, think win forward slash win. Then habit five, seek first to understand, then to be understood. Habit six, synergize. And then we end in part four, renewal. Habit seven, sharpen the saw. We're at the beginning. We're going to be in part one. And I'm starting to read today. I'm so excited to see what we learn and what we discuss next week. And we're going to do something a little differently. I think we started this trend a bit last week with our quote from last month's book of the month. So I've decided every quote this month will come from this book. So we're going to start this week with a quote from part one. Next week, a quote from part two, and so on and so on. So all of our quotes are coming out of this book for the month of June. So our quote for this week is the following. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. Aristotle. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. Aristotle. Now, I don't know about you, but that really seems familiar, doesn't it? About two weeks ago, our quote was similar. It had the same concept. What do we repeatedly do? Do we repeatedly say that we're going to do and head down a certain journey, but then we don't start? Or do we repeatedly set a goal and target for ourselves, and we strive for it? What do we consistently do in our lives that defines us? We want success. We aim for success. But are we putting in the work? Are we being consistent? As soon as I read this quote, I immediately thought of the word consistent. Are we being disciplined? If you followed me from New Year's, I talked about how one of my goals is to be disciplined this year. Are we being disciplined in what we do? Because we can have habits. But a habit is something that we consistently do. We're going to learn in this book, seven habits of highly effective people. Are we going to put in the work? Are we going to be able to repeat 
this habit so it becomes a part of our daily lives? Are we going to be consistent? Are we going to be disciplined? We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. Boom. That's what we're going to do this week. That's what we're going to focus on. So if you want to jump in and read this book with me, you have time. We're going to really get into part one next week. This week, focus. Let's focus on what we repeatedly do. And let's acknowledge what we don't consistently do. It's important to identify that so we are aware. Let's do that. Man, I feel like we're going to have so much to unpack next week. And as always, I'm excited. You got this. You crushed last week. You're doing phenomenal. Let's start this week off great. Let's become aware of our habits. Let's become aware of our behavior. And let's dive in. Till next time, be safe. Remember to upgrade yourself, your life, and your future. Why? Because you deserve it. So you can begin living. Till next time.